Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Okay, hello everybody. Welcome back to another episode and the second European final celebratory edition of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well. Very quickly, a thank you to our newest patron over at Patreon. Francesco Di Cocco, and of course, to all of our other wonderful patrons. Uh, If you want to join the chaotic group chat uh, uh, for the final, if you want to gain early access to episodes and other things as well, you can go to patreon.com slash Roma Press. Uh, And Andy, like all of our wonderful patrons, you and I, uh, we're going to have to be careful the next time we uh, we sit down because of how tightly clenched our uh, backsides were for all of yesterday. Not even during the match, but before and hours. And after. still are, honestly. Yes, yeah, are. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, um, I, I I I am terrified to see what happens when I when I finally decide to unclench and sit down on uh, on my flight to go to Budapest. I, oof. I don't. That's know when where... it will clench even more, man. Yeah, That's, you well. Know... You don't want you you don't want to unclench when you're on Wizz Air from Warsaw to Budapest. Let me tell you that. Right, um, right, right. Well, and even even better, um, because I uh, because I'm going to use uh, some uh, credits for the miles I get through my through my credit card, and it, it's through my Italian bank, which is um, it's about as old fashioned as you can uh, you can. Uh, also go. never also never never good to rely on an italian bank no. <laughs> well the great part is um it, i can't even like uh, manually on my own uh, search for uh, uh, open flights or which ones are available to me i have to put in a request and of course um i i put in the request and in the email the available seating i saw um anytime you see okay the letter b or the number two, meaning middle seat. Those are about the worst, yep. worst, yep. Oh, yeah. worst sites, especially on those cheap flights. Oh. Sure, when you when well, you're gonna uh, get the well, and you can. I mean, you know this too. You you are relatively tall as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, not even that. But if you have broad shoulders, man, you're oh. it's game over. It's game it over. You should worse. you should then ask them put you, to put you in the cabin with the yeah just put the me hold. in the stowaway underneath yeah exactly I, I mean I, somewhere with the yeah, suitcases I, and the dogs right I I am um I mean I'm uh, just under two meters tall you're the same right uh, our good friend Filippo Filippo uh, Biafora the same so he understands the struggle although he doesn't have the broad shoulders. Um, there, there is, because I know people t- uh, tune into this podcast, not only, uh, for, uh, for their love of Roma, but to ensure that my well-being is, uh, being, being cared for. The second I saw the letter B, I, I, I just knew I was in for the shits. It took about two seconds for me to reply back and say, I, I will do anything. I will do yeah. anything. Yeah. Just not I'll, in I'll, middle I'll seat. be I'll be the the, the stewardess on the flight. <laughs> uh, right, right, right. I'll clean I'll clean those seats for you before and after, 
we land. There, uh, so it's please, please. Um, there is no, it's, nothing it, worse. That's nothing the, worse. That's the reality of the situation. I think that uh, the people that uh, today rushed to buy tickets, um, not only will they have massive heart attacks while buying the tickets for the match, but also massive heart attacks when uh, looking for those flights because maybe those flights and their prices are about to go way yes. up. Yeah. But, so, um, or anybody traveling from outside of Europe for this big yeah. event, which is good a big luck. event. Yes. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Stay safe because, um, you know, it's that's the wonderful thing about it. We we witness Roma. Like, think about it. We witness Roma qualify for their second straight European final. You know, like take it in. Like, think about what it means. Think about where we were a few years ago. Think about how fucking shitty it felt like when at the end of the year you had nothing right. to look forward to. Well, and this is you, why you hang on. I, I mean, the reason we subject ourselves to this shit no, and no, are willing exactly. to sacrifice like, our overall of course, mental of course. health like, is for like moments there like had this. To be, there had to be a moment where all of that pays off. And here it pays off. It pays off because... Um, because we see this team, you know, despite everything going somehow against them, they make it work, which is something that cannot be said about the previous versions of Roma because we saw numerous Roma teams be affected by the same problems as this one, you know, injury, injuries and, and, and uh, players not performing and as, as, as expected and, all of the stuff that we've seen this season, and ultimately that you know the team would be unable to react. Instead, this this team has found a way to react in these situations. They've been able to say, "Wait a minute, you know, wait a minute. We're missing Paolo Dybala. Chris Smalling can only give us 15 minutes in a European semi-final. No worries, we got it. You know, like." Lock it down. What whoever is out there on the pitch, if it if it takes Eduardo Bove to play as fullback, if it takes Nemanja Matic to 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 sell his uh, uh, left lung, it, you know, if if it means Cristante leading the defense in a moment of need, let it be. You know, like that's somehow all these weird things happened, and they paid off. Like. In any other year, under any other manager, under any other version of Roma, if you put those things together, like if you have a midfielder fucking play as a fullback and midfielder play as a center back and you have your best players missing, you're out. You know, you're getting you're getting beaten by Manchester United the way we did with Paulo Fonseca. You're getting humiliated by Porto in a painful fashion because of your stupidity um, in, in the Champions League like we did uh, with the, the Eusebio Di Francesco. It just... But this Roma found a way to make it work, found a way to make those weaknesses, those instances of uncertainty, will he play, will he not play? They somehow, they just they just work through it, work despite it. That's the amazing thing is that we're heading into a European final for the second straight year with a team that, in my opinion, right now, as it stands in its current shape, is far from the favorites. Like, 
anybody at that moment, Bayer Leverkusen, Juventus, Sevilla, were all superior to this Roma team. The way they went into the semifinals in, in terms of personnel, all those other those those three, three teams remaining in the competition were all superior to them. And yet somehow they get to it. They maybe yesterday it wasn't the most spectacular and entertaining game. You know, as you said, everybody's asshole was, you know, super tight. And um, everybody was sweating bullets, waiting for that final whistle to blow. But that's the wonderful thing about it is that you finally have a team that makes it work. It's not spectacular. It's not mind-blowing. But it's it's effective. This team has found a way. And for so many years, like if I think about it, we've been recording this together since I think 2018. So many times we 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 find ourselves and say, uh, this team just has to find a way. Damn it. Like they had there has to be a way, you know. The, just this can't go on and on and on. Like right. It's it's great to come here, record, talk about whatever the result, but the end of the day we all look for some kind of satisfaction for some kind of release and and we were waiting for this breakthrough to happen and and now in the unlikeliest of scenarios in a season that most people seem to have written off basically um by the time the the world cup rolled around and and uh, and soon afterwards uh they, like just like last season, this team somehow pulls it out and says, "You know what? No, no way. You know, we're, we, you think you you can you think you can already plan your holidays? You think you can already start tuning out um, of our matches? No way. We're gonna keep you glued to your seat. You're gonna be watching us on May 31st, and that's exactly what they what they're gonna do. They're gonna have us watch them." either on television or live or you know if somebody's gonna get once again stuck in an airport in switzerland um for you know that that's what that's that's what they're gonna do and they're doing it with eduardo bobe playing as fullback it's astonishing it 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 does not uh cease to amaze me what they did last night now I had to do a handful of uh, a handful of uh, media appearances after the match, and two of which they were for uh, Bundesliga or German football focused uh, outlets. And the level of bitterness, and I guess understandably so, was incredibly high. The tears, it, it was uh, biblical. They 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 turned uh, those tears turned into uh, some of uh, some of the the best tasting Sangiovese wine I, I've ever had in my entire life. They they were fantastic. The the thing that I guess I, I kind of come out of this the most. It, it's twofold. It's the first is, and I'm talking specifically for 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 this time as buyer. What you said. Uh, the organization, the character. There are so many guys we can point to, but the one I kept coming back to was Gianluca Mancini. The The difference of this guy that I see in him, and I'm sure you do too, and, and, and it's easy to just simply look at the actual performance, the technical, tactical point of view. 
But I am just looking from a personality standpoint. Andy, this dude, compared to the Gianluca Macini that we saw on display with Paolo Fonseca, no, the level different of guy, different guy, yeah, completely. different guy, different entirely, entirely, entirely. That can be said about him. That can be said about Cristante Pellegrini. The three guys that basically were called upon and forced by circumstances, by the by uh, Edin Dzeko leaving, by Henrik Mkhitaryan leaving. Th these guys were forced into a position of leadership, and with Mourinho, like who better than Mourinho to to help them embrace that role like Mancini's maturity last night in all regards like in terms of performance but in just in terms of presence on the pitch those guys were there to lock it down yes. they were there not to you know not to uh pull somebody's shirt and risk a penalty <clears throat> like some former captain Oof. did um Oof. but they were there to secure the result, whatever it took, the the Roma had to come out of that stadium victorious. Like, and you could see that that for ninety minutes, those guys were razor sharp. Like they just they were so focused on everything. You can see that release from Gianluca Mancini at the end when when the when the final whistle blows, and he's just like he's chasing chasing the opponent. The midfielder who was who was in possession of the last ball, he was chasing him all over the place. And finally, when that final whistle blows, he just he leaps into the air and then you know celebrates on the ground, like because that's what it takes, you know. Like, and he said in his post match interview with Gianluca Mancini that um, that as individuals we are very normal players. Like he even acknowledged it. Like we are not, you know. We're good, okay, but we're. You know, he didn't. He didn't speak of himself and others as like stars and and great players. You know, he didn't say, "Oh, you know, on our own, we're great." But no, he said, "We're all normal players." As soon as, as soon as we stop working as a team, we're normal players. The system breaks down, but as a team, we're a great group of guys. Like, and and you can see that. Like, that's. That's what it takes to win in these games. You have to have that belief from the first until the very last minute that as a group, as a unit, you got this. I, you know, despite having uh, our collective assholes clenched throughout the entirety of last night, what you could see is that this was not a disorganized group of players on the pitch. This was not everybody doing their own thing. No, this was a unit, a well-oiled machine that knew exactly what I wanted to do. They didn't want to risk it. They didn't want to risk it. They didn't want to um, waste unnecessary energy. They wanted to have the opponent right in their palm. They wanted to see how far the opponent is willing to risk. And, and that's exactly what they did. They brought the result home. They literally brought the result home. They dragged it to Rome. They dragged it all the way to Rome from Germany, um, did it in such a, you know, I mean, every time I watch, it's, it feels like, you know, when you, okay, when you watch those teams, again, everybody will have their own preference, you know, this team doesn't feel prestigious. When you watch them play, it's not like you're watching a, a Michelangelo. It's not like you're watching uh, a Pablo Picasso, you know, this is, this is a right, workman. Right. This is a, a, a like a tough, gritty, 
very practic- pragmatic, down-to-earth team that is aware, completely aware of its own limits, of, of the extent to which they can go with their qualities. But collectively, they just there's something about them that makes you go, uh-huh, yeah, I, I'm taking notice. Like, they know exactly what they're doing. Xavi um, Alonso knew it. The Bayer Leverkusen knew it. And everybody in the past, like even Feyenoord knew it before them, that they felt it, that Roma knew the assignment. Knew, Roma were doing exactly what they wanted to be doing. And more importantly, they, 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 they had the opponent doing exactly what they wanted them to do. Like the, Bayer Leverkusen, despite dominating, despite being so much better than Roma, did exactly what Roma expected them to do. And uh, and the Roma were fine with it, and you felt it that they were completely fine. That release, that happiness at the end, is because they it paid off. Letting the opponent do what they wanted them to do paid off. Got the result home. They didn't risk. They had it locked down. Guys like Pellegrini, Cristante, Mancini were there as Mourinho's enforcers together with Nemanja Matic and even Eduardo Bove, who's been called a sick dog by Mourinho in previous appearances, they just, their duty was not to play nice, was not to play beautiful and whatever. No, it was secure the result. Take it home, bring us to the final. They did exactly that. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Yeah, and one thing I do want to touch on, and you, I don't know if you necessarily meant it this way about how Bayer Leverkusen were better. Um, this is this is some of the the things I really pushed back on uh, when I was talking to some of these uh, when I, when I appeared after the game on on two of these uh, German uh, football shows. They were saying, "Oh my gosh, Roma so lucky to progress." Uh, Bayer Leverkusen so so superior. Just look at the data from this match, so on and so forth. And the the thing I kept coming back to was, okay, we can take this one match, fine. Uh, but to to quote the great uh, Alec Baldwin from uh, Glen Gary, Glen Ross, um, always be closing. Well, that too. Well, yeah, we we can add that too. But in in that uh, in that rant that he gives, fantastic speech, he says it's fuck or walk, yeah. and that's what I kept coming back to. In two games, I throw yeah. everything else out of the table. I don't care about possession. I don't care about xg. I don't care about shots on goal. I don't care about sh- uh, total shots, shots on target. I don't care about possession, fouls, none of that shit. I don't. I I, I don't care about any of it. It's goals. One and you had zero. You scored zero goals over two games. 180 minutes of football, zero goals. That's all it comes down to. I I don't care about anything else. I I I couldn't care less about um again 
all of these deep data that will show, yeah. oh my gosh, well, uh, uh, buyer, they should have had so many more goals. Uh, okay, <laughs> uh, you know, and again, if uh, my grandmother had wheels, she would be a bike. I, I mean, <laughs> like, wh wh what are we doing here? Uh, yep. You are going to defend a team that didn't score a single goal over 180 minutes of football, and you expect me to take you seriously that they were uh, 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 stolen? Uh, yeah. A final was stolen from them? Be serious. I, ca I can't. Yeah. We can't have a serious conversation <laughs> if that is going to be the main, uh, the main argument here. And that's what I kept saying. And the thing they kept coming back to was, <laughs> oh, my gosh, well, well uh, uh, Diaby, he should have had uh, three goals himself tonight. And I said, OK, well, he had zero. So what, 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 what is the argument here then? What, what are you arguing? So, so you are saying that it's Roman's fault that these guys can't uh, hit the can't hit the broad side of uh, of a barn with their shots. I, I mean, Asmoon, man, that guy was closer uh, to, to some of the satellites <laughs> that NASA puts up yeah. than he was yeah. to finding the back of the net. And remember, I mean, uh, Roma, if we want to go back in time, very close to signing that guy. Very, very, very close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I they didn't. That. But anyway, I, I mean, it, it's as if. I mean, I felt like I was being attacked. It was very weird. Yeah, yeah. They were like, of course. Well, how do you, how can you say that? Uh, and they were saying too, well, hey, this man, was total anti-football from yeah, Roma. You just have to give them that speech. You just have to, attention, interest, decision, action, attention. Do I have your attention, interest? Are you interested? <laughs> I know where you are because it's walk or fuck. <laughs> you close or you hit the bricks, pal. <laughs> right, right. Coffee is for closers. Put that down. Yeah. I, I, and that's the thing I kept coming back to. Okay, you can. I saw some. There were some very funny tweets saying that you know, uh, even from Roma supporters saying you know this is uh, this is terrorist football that Roma are playing. But I have said it on here again and again and again and again, and I will continue to say it. Andy, I have done the entertaining football thing. I've done it we've many done it. times. Yeah, we've done it. Yeah, we've we done did it, it done with it. Zeman. We did it uh, kind of briefly with Luis Enrique. We did it with Paulo Fonseca. Yeah. We yeah. won nothing. Nothing. Uh, you cannot convince me that this is less enjoyable. Forget less enjoyable. Is anywhere uh, uh, within the same realm of, of discussion that the two are even comparable. This compared to some of the crap we had to see with them and go, oh, yeah, five, five to three, great, we lost. Yeah, like, what are we doing here? I enjoyed every single second of it. I don't care if yeah. my, my gluteus maximus no longer functions at a normal level ever again. <laughs> I don't care if in 15 years when I sit down very gingerly no. uh, at the table for dinner and my no. uh, my children asked me, why are you sitting down like you're 95? And I was like, well, I had to watch Roma by yeah. Leverkusen. I don't care. Listen, the thing that <laughs> you can't, for all the votes this team may have, and we know that they have many, they can't score goals when they need to, they waste chances, injuries galore. What you can't, ever question this team on in my opinion are, are, are two things um their their effort no matter how many people are missing i always think that they they go into a match caring they go uh they go into a match trying to sure. give their all very sure. that's why cremonese was so so upsetting you know that was right. the example right. of that team not doing what we knew they always do so and and the second thing is 
they are completely bought into every single direction, every single thought of Jose Mourinho. Yeah, because they know because they know that they're on their crap or they're not yes. good enough or they're mediocre or that they you know they can't aspire to the great things that maybe one one time they were sort of you know disillusioned by like this is the you know this is this is their time with Mourinho it's their time he's given them their time like Mancini has become Mancini because of Mourinho, because Mancini under anybody else would have been a bully, would have been somebody that is not good enough, that is slow, that is makes rash decisions, that right. makes bad decisions. Like it was, like it was with Paolo like, Fonseca. Exactly, I mean, we, so we've exactly. seen it. We've seen yeah, it. we've seen it. We've seen it. So again, nice guy. I don't give a shit. Good father, fuck you. Go home and play with your kids. You know, you want to work your clothes. And that's exactly that that has to be that has to be in the job requirements when a player wants to join Roma. Like you want to play pretty football, get the fuck out of here. You know, like do or do you want to sacrifice yourself? Do you want to go out on the pitch and be willing to absolutely murder? Entire and pillage villages. Right, right. In fucking I, Great Britain. I used to play pretty football. It was a tough racket. <laughs> exactly. Right. Ooh, you know, like close. This is yes. this is your time. This is your time. This is your chance well, with Mourinho. What, what Brian Cristante said after the and match. That's, sure. Exactly he's bought, he he's, he's bought into it. They all know it. They like they knew. Pellegrini said we knew that when Mourinho came, that meant everybody had to make. A leap in quality and in order to make that leap in quality you have to be willing like you have to say okay i i know like i have to make a sacrifice i know i'm i may not get the playing time i want or i know i will have to do things on the pitch that i don't necessarily want to do like al Sharawi, does he want to go chasing the opponent's uh, winger or does he want to score goals like does he want to play as a left back or does he want to score goals in a more advanced role he doesn't give it like he gets the job done same with Mancini like do you want to be you know like a super cool bully or do you want to be an effective defender that is there in order to lead the team in moments of need Brian Cristante do you want to still like be the guy that we all knew you from in Atalanta or do you want to sacrifice something on a personal level, but help the team achieve important things, things that they've never achieved in their history with far greater players, far greater players in, in greater circumstances. Think about all the talent that came through Roma at some point in time, the 80s, the early 2000s. What came off it on a European right. level? What do you have to show for it? Very, very little. <laughs> With the Brian Cristante, you have a conference league to show for it. Now you're going to have a Europa League final, to say the least, to show for it. So that's the that's the unbelievable thing for me is that um, it all happened. Like you know, if you if we think about since Mourinho's tenure. The, the 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 initial struggles, the complaining, Mourinho not being too convinced of his decision initially, reconsidering it maybe, you know, players 
um, being excluded. Like there is a whole crop of players that were just completely cast away, thrown into a, a dark cell and kept there um, for, for, for the remainder of the year. And um, there are players that, are, that were not even considered, you know, think of Pedro, think of Justin Clivert. So like this didn't come easily. This Roma team took time. But it, what's amazing is that this particular crop of players, some of them were already here years and years ago. And they were willing to take a step back to think about it. Huh? Like, you know, like yesterday, Lorenzo Pellegrini was was um, was asked a very difficult question, and he like because he said, "Oh, you know, Mourinho helped you grow as a leader, but did he help you grow as a player?" And and that was intended to sort of hint at Pellegrini's you know difficult season so far, where he hasn't been able to score as much as he likes to or assist as much as he used to, and um. And he asked him, and he and Pellegrini answered, "Well, Mourinho, you know, he got us to win. He got us to win something that we weren't able to do before. And he has been able to to get in our heads and teach us that the team works above every single individual. That the team is worth more than any single individual. And and that's Roma's strong suit. So they head into every single match with that conviction of as a group." we're far stronger than anybody else. You know, as a group, we can work miracles. And evidently that that was the case last night. For sure. And I would say too, that the thing that you have with this Roma of Jose Mourinho is probably, and perhaps the biggest ingredient that has been missing from any Roma of the previous decades, man. I, I mean... I can't remember ever seeing a team so uh, unilaterally bought into the mindset, the ideas, the ways of playing of the manager as this Roma. I mean, I mean, truly, if you think about it, and, and Cristante even said it after the match, he, he said, if we didn't play uh, the way as uh, Jose Mourinho asked us to, we would not have won this match. And that might not seem like a very outrageous thing to say, but it is very frank and honest. And the fact that even he recognizes that and is willing to say it, I think, sure, it sure. is. Quite... It just spe- yeah, it speaks to it speaks to the the impact that Mourinho yes. has on these guys. Like you know, like these guys have been. I mean, think of Brian Cristante. Brian Cristante uh, came here under Di Francesco. He saw Di Francesco leave. He was there under Ranieri for a brief spell. He was there with Paolo Fonseca. He's here with with Jose Mourinho. And he's saying that out of personal experience, same goes for Pellegrini. Pellegrini was here when when Di Francesco was here and so on and so on. They've all witnessed different stages of the the, the club, different changes. And, And Pellegrini also was frank. Like he sort of spoke into it. Like any, like we've, We've 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 we had been waiting for. He said we had been waiting for that breakthrough, that moment of clarity that that we always felt like something was missing. And I remember right. that, you know, like even with Spalletti, we had that great team, and we still came to the conclusion, oh, something's missing. You know, we were eliminated from Coppa Italia, we were eliminated from Europa League within the same week, and we came to the conclusion that something was missing, despite having the likes of Nainggolan, Salah. 
Edin Dzeko in his prime, you know. With Mourinho, Mourinho was sort of like this big Band-Aid that just came in, you know, tightened everything, you know, helped us put all the pieces together, make it work. And and that's that's been that's been the the lifesaver for us because uh, Roma, you know, due to their financial situation, maybe they have limited means. Maybe they, you know, the the despite an ownership change, these you know the changes that Roma were able to make were very gradual. Need need time. They still need time. But Mourinho was able to be like that sort of security blanket, just just giving us that sense of. You know, I got you guys. I'm. This is with his experience, with his accolades, with his with his uh, resume. He was able to work wonders on several players that we sort of had. We thought we had. We had them figured out. We we saw. We thought. We thought we had figured out the likes of Brian Cristante and Gianluca Mancini. Like these are pretty, pretty average players. Pretty straightforward players. And yet, and yet now they're showing us that they have more to offer. Yeah, 100%. And to end here, we meet our good friend Ramon. We meet again. I I want to save predictions and all of that for the coming days because now, as unsurprisingly, the league, uh, these these final few rounds, I mean, bin them. Uh, I, no, nobody cares. Yeah, I mean, no, no. Have you seen? Have you seen? Have you seen the calendar? Like, like crazy, like crazy, crazy. To, to see if Fiorentina and Roma play like literally three to four days before the respective finals on a right. European <laughs> level. Right, right, like, right. I, I'm pretty sure that we'll have Rocco Comisso in goal and uh, and Dan Friedkin as our uh, uh, leading attacker because the, the you know any anything else is. Uh, is is going to be a joke? Yeah, um, I, that would probably be the only way for me to actually watch with any sort oh, yeah. of uh, uh, care. I mean, imagine, imagine Rocco Gomisa pulling a job the Bronx on that. Oh, a job the Bronx! Oh, fantastic <laughs> stuff, <laughs> that guy, man. Um, I, what is your early sense on this? Because I have to tell you, there, there felt like a bit of, I, I, I won't say. Destiny that uh, Eric Lamela is the one who scores uh, against Juve to knock them out, and now he sends them to the finals. So now he has Sevilla and Roma, and well, of course we get right. our old friend Ramon. Right. So, I, but I could have made the argument that something else had Juve made it. I, I admittedly, I, I well, you would have been ecstatic also about that because yes. I know that you've you've said it many many times before this that um, it would have given Juve, given Juve. Sevilla, you know, it's it's um it's weird. I mean, they they're they were battling relegation not yeah, so long ago. Yeah, they were ago. close. I think still so. I I forgot they to were check, in but aren't the they closer technically zone. to a, a relegation well, than they are Champions League? Y- yes, yeah, that yes, because they just they had that terrible of a start to the season. But so far, I mean, they've picked up form with their new manager. They've been they've been they've been steady. They've been steady and. Perhaps this is not the squad that won the Europa League with Unai Emery so many times, but it's a club that has the awareness that they are made for this competition. Yeah, I, I mean, we all know the uh, the history of Sevilla in this uh, in this competition. There's no there's no questioning it. I mean, we all know they are the the 
un, uh, I mean, like the unopposed leaders in this space. We all know Europa League, you, you almost simultaneously think of Sevilla in, in that realm. So this is a place where even if they don't really have anybody in the team who has been there uh, in the years in which they have won it, I mean, this is, it's sort of like the, one of those things that is ingrained within the club. It's the DNA. So obviously there is, there's that portion to worry about, but I have to tell you, and I hate to use the phrase by hook or by crook, because it, usually you think of uh, nefarious uh, means of, uh, of winning, but that, that really is how this Roma has gotten this far into the competition. I mean, no matter, they have done whatever they have needed to do to get to this point and, and to see the sacrifices. I mean, and if you would have said to us before coming into this game, you are not going to have your best defender. You are not going to have your best attacker. I, I mean, right uh, immediately from that position, you are saying, okay, well, you know, we're fucked. You know, they're not making it. They're not progressing. There's no way. There's no way. Impossible. And yet here we and, are. And and yet and yet this Roma team find a way. They find a way. They they've they've been they've been digging for for ways. They've been digging tunnels all year long. They finally, you know, they this is this is their moment. Sevilla may have the pedigree in this competition, but Roma also have that awareness that they've had the, a, a, a recent experience, and that's what's gonna push right. them. Each each one each team will have its own motivation. Roma have the motivation of oh, we were there last year. We want to be there again this year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, There are, again, different different motivations on each side. Uh, Obviously, with Roma, I mean, a chance for another big trophy, second European uh, piece of silverware for the second year in a row. The ability to qualify for the Champions League, the ability to... To suppress that financial fair play to an extent, the ability to draw more names—it's it, uh, the the value of this of this trophy would be immense. Yes. just even Huge. in terms of yes. monetary, it's it's the, the difference compared to the Conference League already is huge, and and so you know obviously there is there is not we cannot take anything for granted. This moment has to be you know cherished. Like I. I, I love that we are still, you know, that for us, it's, it's it's fantastic. Just to be in the European, that has to be the feeling you, you know, it's 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 great um, for this team to once again be at this stage because that they deserve it. We've, we've been saying it despite all the struggles, despite the ups and downs, despite coming up short on numerous occasions, despite the ability not to score goals, they find a way and they found it. 100%. So we will leave it there. Uh, we're going to savor this a bit more until we get very deep into the uh, analyzing the final and predictions and how we see things playing out. Let, let's savor this because, again, the these moments and these opportunities so incredibly rare. So we will leave it there. We will come back early next week. Um, to We're not going to, to after Roma what happens after... after after Roma face Salernitana, and uh, and we're gonna have some fun trying to make it exciting the last few league games. So. Right, yeah, and uh, trying to to see uh, which random names appear on the pitch in these final few rounds because uh, they should pack everybody into yeah, cellophane and keep fun. them protected on the shelf. 
they should not even it's be gonna be fun it's it will be, be fun. fun indeed so we will be back in the coming days as always thank you so much for your support for listening and we will chat with you sometime next week until then ciao ciao